Section 11 of Stories Without Tears. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Stories Without Tears by Barry Payne. A vicious circle illustrative of the instinct of the cat and of the dog one lady vermois did not ask mrs paulton for the fourteenth when many desirable people would have been met now lady vermois had professed affection for angela paulton and was distantly related to her it may have been carelessness on the part of lady vermois it may have been a reflection that Mrs. Paulton was, quote, not quite, well, just a little rather, eh? You know what I mean. End quote. And it may have been a touch of conscience that made Lady Vermois ask Mrs. Paulton for the 19th, when, however, on her own showing, there would be nobody but George. George is a perfect idiot. Mrs. Paulton's refusal for the 19th was perfectly charming and polite. "'I don't dream of letting her think that I've taken offense,' she said to her husband. "'All the same.' Two, Mrs. Paulton's cook, Emma Blades, was a woman of character, three years in her last place, an early riser, fond of children, and had other qualities which deserve and should receive our admiration and respect. Mrs. Paulton gave one of her dinner parties, biennial, allowing time for recovery before the next. Emma Blades did her very best. She did not spare herself. Everything was beautiful. Mrs. Paulton may have been tired next morning. Could you wonder? It may have simply never occurred to her. Certainly, she omitted any word of compliment to Emma Blades next morning, and Emma noticed it. Mrs. Paulton showed more thoughtfulness later in the day, when she reflected there would only be the cutlets to warm up to be followed by the remainder macedoin and told emma that she could go out that evening thank you very much mum said emma blades i prefer not to it was said with a refrigerated respectfulness oh yes said emma blades to the house parlour after i wasn't going to show i've troubled me ed about it but however when it comes to favours three Emma Blades was not only aunt, but also godmother to her married sister's youngest, Doris, aged ten, who needs to control her temper. Her mother has submitted it, and Emma Blades practically never forgot that Doris had a birthday on May 3rd, and signified the same in the usual manner. But of course, a biennial dinner party may put everything out of anybody's head. Besides, Emma had a bad memory for dates. It was June 7, before she discovered that she had forgotten our Doris's birthday. She hastened at once to an act of reparation. She sent Doris macaroons, and it is none of your business where Emma Blades got them from. They were packed in the card box, which had contained the house parlor's collars, and enclosed with them was an old birthday card, which Emma had bread-crumbed from a love of cleanliness, and very nearly fried from the force of natural sequence and Doris wrote on a postcard. D. 
dear auntie many thanks for your kind biscuits for she shan't think i care said doris notwithstanding not one of those biscuits would she eat she gave them to a strange dog in the park four now that dog was the property of lady vermois it had been sent out for exercise with the second footman but the second footman was heavy with benedictine for as he had observed to the first footman if he did not take it somebody else would so he had slept in battersea park and left the physical development to the dog it was a small black dog reputed to be of japanese extraction it was all fluff and bark lady vermois called the black dog snowball in fact all her ladyship's friends admitted that she was full of humour and after all it is what our friends say about us which really matters at tea-time the second footman by command brought in snowball no dog is really the better for four large macaroons and in any case there was something japanese and bizarre about snowball's disposition he lay under a chair and snarled know what that means lady vermois asked her guests brightly snowball and i are not quite just a teeny-weeny well he had to have a little lesson from me dogs that snatch at things which are offered them have them taken away again don't they snowball it happened at breakfast time you should witness an interesting rapprochement here snowball is the shortbread to which you are addicted gently now delay du soir boule de niche comme toi te transports upon which snowball with rapidity and decision bit lady vermois in the fleshy part of her hand end of section eleven recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida